Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and welcome to a new week. It's Monday. We made it through the weekend. Life is good. We had baseball over the weekend. Now it's Monday, and now we got to have some fun, right? So I brought in two of my favorites. I brought in Jason. I brought in Sarah. Uh, I'll let you tell. I'll let them tell you about their team for a second, but they've been on before. You guys know who they are. So we're going to do a little rivalry, and some may argue that this is the best rivalry in baseball. So first, good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Jason. How are you on a Monday morning? Good morning. Good morning. Doing really great. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Good yeah. morning. Doing fabulous. Great to be here with you guys. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, leave me alone. It's still early. <laughs> All right. So Sarah, we'll start with you. Who is your team? My team is uh, the Boston Red Sox. Uh, like I, I mean, do I? I don't know what else you want. Me to, I'm like, yeah, it's the 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 Boston Red Sox. That that's more the the emphasis on that back end. Yeah, yeah. we're just gonna drop the mic right there, everybody. Sarah's a Red Sox fan. We're good. Drop the mic. Thanks for coming on a Monday. We're done. No, yeah, <laughs> we're done. Yeah, wrap great. it up. So, Jason, you are a fan of the Red Sox. Um, no, no, no. The New York Yankees, 27 time World Series champion, New York Yankees. Oh, here we go. Always the, always the line. You hear the dramatic music back there, but as I was mentioning that, did you hear the enter dramatic music? Yes. Yeah, it was like the Darth Vader Star Wars theme coming in. Play that evil empire music. <laughs> so, so top fans, just so that you know, I just gave you the best of the best. I gave you a Yankees Red Sox talk on a Monday morning. So, and and these two can give it back and forth to each other, and they are some of the best. So, that I have no idea where this is going to go. This is going to be so much fun. So, Jason, we'll start with you since I let off with Sarah. You know, why are the Yankees your team? And then Sarah, same thing. Well, Yankees were my team, you know, as a kid growing up. And uh, I remember as a kid doing a, a book report on on baseball. And, you, you you know, you learn about the game and who's, as a kid growing up, Babe Ruth was always the, the main historical figure connected to the great game of baseball. And so... Um, I remember doing a report on Babe Ruth as a kid and um, his legend really kind of grew with me. And from then on, it was it was about the greatest team in the history of professional baseball. Greatest team in the history of professional baseball. Uh, being a Dodger fan, I might argue with you there. Sarah may argue with you a little bit, but hey, he's throwing stones right away, Sarah. So. You know, I'm not... Uh, there's teams we could debate with the the Yankees, but you know I'm I'm here for a good time. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I'm here, right? <laughs> you know. I mean, let let's not forget some of the best baseball teams are like teams like the Colorado Rockies and the Montreal Expos. I mean, those are the greatest teams in baseball, right? Yeah. In Colorado, yes, the best team in Colorado. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> in Denver. In Denver. In, their own <laughs> in the vicinity of Denver, 
yes. <laughs> the, the Rockies are like that that guy that that you know in high school that can never put a complete sentence together when he came to the opposite sex and he's going to go ask out the head cheerleader, right? And thinking he's got a shot. So you're telling me I got a shot. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance. Oh, Sarah, why are the Red Sox your team? Well, it's mostly regionally since I live uh, 10 minutes outside of Boston. You are not allowed to be any other baseball team's fan. Uh, They will come with pitchforks and they'll come at you. Um, But it's, you know, I grew up not really having a specific baseball team. I've always followed the Red Sox. They broke my heart a lot as a kid, but growing up during the Wade Boggs, um, Roger Clemens, Jim Rice, like growing up in that era and experiencing those players, you know, you loved the team. You grew into the team. You had a common ground with friends growing up where you could talk about baseball and talk about the Red Sox and talk about the heartbreak and the tears and all of the pain you felt as a child watching the Red Sox. But, uh, yeah, it's mostly a lot of it is regionally because we're right here, smack dab. Right. Therapists must build well in Boston. Oh, yeah, they do. That's why it's the most expensive place to live is because everyone's just, whew, those in therapy, talking about October, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rough. Now, Sarah, you mentioned two, uh, two of those three players that you mentioned were Red Sox and they were... Yankees. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I think you you may have told me this, but I, I heard it from another Red Sox fan. The second that they saw Wade Boggs riding on the horse. The, the, oh. <laughs> oh. She's uh, session now. Like right? I'm hold on, let me get on the horn real quick. <laughs> <The call>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it was, you know, it's tough. The city of Boston is a tough city. You know, we've always had success, successful basketball teams, like, especially growing up in the eighties, the Celtics were our team, um, ride or die the those 80 Celtics teams were phenomenal. Um, it's something where we never really, we get better, but we're, we understand that these greats really do deserve a win, but it's one of those when you go to our most despised opponent to win, that's where it kind of guts us. And then you're just, you know, ripping our heart out from our stomach. So we're okay with you going elsewhere to get your ring, but just don't go to the Yankees, please. Please don't. No. We then, play all the way. Most teams wish they could play baseball. Just <laughs> so, it's true. It's true. I'm not going to argue it. I don't argue it. I I have respect, but also, you know, my blood does boil a lot. I hear you. I hear you. But respect, but a healthy dislike as well, right? Right. Goes both ways, yes. It, if it makes you feel any better, a friend of mine is going to go into the draft this year, and he's met with all thirty teams, and all thirty teams have come out to his house as a high school kid. And when an unnamed team won't mention the name, but the Padres came out, 
they said, uh, we don't, you know, we really want you to sign, but whatever you do, you can't sign with the Dodgers. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So again, I won't mention the name of the team that did that, but the Padres. And <laughs> they were they were pretty pretty adamant about, you know. Wow. And so um yeah. So it, there's more stories behind that, but we'll do that when we're not recording sometime. Uh, so I don't want to get fined, as Sarah would say. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Sarah. Just yes, when we get fined. Exactly. Exactly. So Sarah, I'll, uh, <laughs> you know, I swear it was just sweat and rosin. It was just sweat and rosin. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So. Uh, Sarah, what makes the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry so good? It's the history. It really is. It goes back so, it's so deep-rooted. Um, you know, we are, it can even go back to the dawn of time when we were setting up the states, you know, being in the New England, <laughs> you know. You can take it all the way back, you know. Massachusetts is one of the original states. We're the OGs. And then New York came to follow. Um, but, no, it's definitely, one, the history, the whole Babe Ruth story of him being, you know, traded off um, to for a, a, pre, a play. Like, I can't. Like, this story just gets me all the time. Um. But it's also the battle of the region. You know what I mean? We have two powerhouse teams um, that are so close together. And they're everyone wants to say we're the smaller sibling to New York, but we're actually older, wiser, you know, how all of that. But um, and I also think that we're very similar, like the fans and themselves are very similar. Like we're very passionate. We're very aggressive. We're very opinionated. And it's something where that's what sparks the rivalry more is that we'll call you out. Like we'll be at a we'll be at a Bruins game, though. I'm not a Bruins fan. We'll be at a Bruins game and everyone's chanting, you know, Yankees suck. Like that's the chant. It happens everywhere you go in Boston. So it's just the full on passion that goes from generation to generation. And it's still from Babe Ruth. I still say Babe Ruth. Yeah. It's the history, man. I mean, as a kid growing up, I used to love watching when there would be the, the Saturday game of the week would be a Boston Red Sox game and a Yankee game, whether it be at Yankee stadium or, or Fenway, but being able to see, um, you know, as a kid in my teens, more like the, the Wade Boggs era, Mike Boddicker era, era, and and seeing Ricky and and Dave Winfield in New York, and the the fans are so knowledgeable; they can back up their talk when they talk about each other's teams. Um, but uh, you know, those were the the years that really kind of were my formative baseball years, man. And then just you know, seeing the, this history kind of unfold in front of us um, as the, you know, the Yankees became more prominent again in the 90s when they brought Tory in and and seeing the development of the farm system and bringing Jeter in. I mean, it, the, the legacy just kind of grows and grows on you. And it's just, 
it's it, there's always a story to tell because you can talk to a, a Red Sox fan and a Yankees fan and you can pick out a game and they can talk about, oh, man, do you remember this game? And when, uh, I don't know, like Bernie went five for five in a game when we were at Fenway. And I was able to remember that stuff. And, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be at uh, Yankee Stadium. Um, I want to say it was 68 years to the day, July 4th, um, from, uh, from Lou Gehrig's speech. And I was at Yankee Stadium with my wife against the Red Sox. And, I mean, the, it was the tension and the drama and the excitement was just building to a uh, – overflow it was amazing and just that's that's so what's so great about this rivalry i uh i agree with that i do like the whole sam adams george washington argument though right sam adams being from massachusetts george washington being sworn in in new york um and i suspect yeah i suspect that ended with sam adams saying something like at least i have a beer named after me Type thing. I think at that point, you know, he's we're, we're something. We got something there, but it's I appreciate that. So, so what do you think, Jason? Sarah, is it the best rivalry in baseball? Hands down. Yeah. Uh, the West Coast is a great rivalry for sure. But as Sarah mentioned, and you know, she put it so well that the regional matchup for the Yanks and Red Sox is it's so intense. And I think, yeah, it's, it's the greatest baseball rivalry that that's out there for sure. There's so much history behind it. You know, April 20th Fenway park, you know, celebrating 111 years, you know, there's so much history that goes that far back. When you stop and think about that for a second and you're like, Oh, that building's, over 100 years old what like yeah that's where the rivalry began because the original rival rivalry before the Yankees were the Yankees was the Yankees were the original Baltimore team so that's where it all came because there weren't a lot of teams so when you're looking at it geographically that's going to be a rivalry and then when they moved up more east uh more north No, this is our region, you know, and fought it out. But the other rivalry that I like to keep an eye on always every year is Philly and Mets. That's the other East Coast rivalry that gets me, you know, that yeah. it's the same aggression, the same passion. It's like the, the kind of similar and out of control fan bases. So that's the other one that I like to watch. Shout out to Mets and Phillies fans. Yeah, I. I uh, I love the history of the Yankees Mets. Not being a, a fan of either team, I love the history of the Yankees Mets. I'm sorry, the Yankees Red Sox. I love that history there because it it does go deep and it does go back, and it's it's almost like something that the country can bank on. Um, and I I joke around here on the West Coast. I mean, the Yankees could it could be the last three games of the season. The Yankees could and Boston could both have a hundred losses and yet you guys are going to be Sunday night baseball. Mm. Yep. Right. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter. I mean, the poor twins will, you'll never see them on Sunday night baseball unless they're playing the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Mets, some of those teams that are really good, which I, 
So I, I love it. I love the fact that there's that history there. I also love some of the memories of it. You know, the Veritech A-Rod, um, uh, the, you know, the, the Jorge Posada, you know, yelling at, at um, Pedro Martinez. Like there's some great rivalry stuff that goes back and it's just, it's amazing. And it, it's fun. It's, I mean, you level up for those games and you feel you, you guys may not under, uh, feel the same way, Jason, you may, but Sarah, you, you may not feel this, but out here on the West coast, when we're watching that Sunday night game of the week or the Wednesday night game of the week and the Yankees Red Sox, it almost feels American. It's weird to say that, but because of the history, it almost feels American. You, you, you may yeah. want to take your eye off of it, but you can't because of what you said, right? It's just, it's American. It's, it's where the country started. So I'm, you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. and I'll have, I have to admit, I love, I, you know, don't tell anybody this chirp chirp. I love it when the Yankee, when the Yankees and the Red Sox are good because it's not fun when one team isn't as good in one year or the other. Right. And it, we're on a fresh new season, so we don't know how this is going to play out for both of your teams. But it's fun in August when those games matter. Yeah. Agreed. Right? Yeah. Once we get through the all-star break, then I think everyone's <clears throat> all in and ready to see where we're going to line up. But that all-star break, man, getting to that takes forever, it feels. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. And, I mean, now that 28 out of the 30 teams make the playoffs – it's a little less stressful, but I mean, now we're talking about pinch runners whenever you want. I'm waiting for Manfred, Manfred to come out and say, okay, it's official. Everybody has to have one at bat and play three innings. Um, it's official. We're just going to do it. Everybody gets a participation trophy too. Exactly. The worst. The worst. All right. So, so top bad rivalry followers. I got one last question for these two, and this is kind of the poke the bear question. Now, in all reality, so that it's fair, so you don't think I threw these two under the bus, I did give them this question ahead of time. So it's, I was nice because I like these two as my friends, and I want to keep them my friends, right? And so, um, okay. So here it is. <laughs> Jason, we're going to start with you, and then we're going to break it off into Sarah and let Sarah wrap it up. Okay, so two-part question. Why is your team, the Yankees, better? And what good do you hate to admit that the Red Sox have? Like, you just, you can't stand it. It just, you have to admit it. And then Sarah, well, poor people, you can't see Sarah right now, but she's scratching her head going, oh, dear Lord, please don't make me answer this. So this is the best thing ever. We should put this thing on YouTube. This is the best thing ever. Um, but so, Jason, why is your team better? And then secondly, what do you hate to admit that the Red Sox do good or are good about? Well, I think that right now we are better uh, because of number 99. Number 99 is out there, and he he walks the walk and talks the talk. And he cares that you slap the seat on him uh, for this year because he is the epitome of, of a leader. And really what the Yankees need right now to really hopefully uh, take them to 
that next level. They they can get to the playoffs. They can, you know, compete and win the East or get to the wild card, but they need that captain. They need that guy, that role model out there so that he can, they can ride and put the team, he can put the team on his back, ride with him and take them where they need to go. Um, but right now, I mean, you put, look at Garrett Cole on the mound as well. So there's a, we have a pretty good complimentary one-two punch with our pitching and our hitting. Okay. Oh, and the second part. Sorry, I was gonna say, Sarah. Notice how he's like, okay, it's all right. Sarah's turn. That's all right. That's all right. I was really lightheaded from that response. There, the oxygen was taken out of my. I'm Sarah. I'm seriously charged, but uh, perfectly honest. Sarah, I seriously was sitting there going. Did I miss his answer to this one? Did I really miss that? I was listening. But no, no. Okay, go I'm ahead, Jason. I'm bowing them back to back. But um, <laughs> David Ortiz, man, that guy is uh, one of – you love to hate him. I love to hate him. Um, but he was a Yankee killer, great representation for the organization and the team. And um, I right now, as I watch the – the Red Sox, I really do. Um, I do like Kike. I do like Kike Hernandez. I like to see him out there, and and I like to see how he uh, plays the game, and he wears that uniform well for the Red Sox. He He's a good family dude, and not only is Kike a good guy, but he's the guy that just – he's almost – and, Sarah, this isn't blasphemy. I'm not comparing these two. But their style of play, he's almost like a Dustin Pedroia, where he will give you 110% every day that he's out there, even if he isn't producing. 110%, yeah. And so you got to love that. I can agree with that, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Sarah. (sighs) Why is your team better? I mean, historically, maybe, or whatever you want to do. And then uh, what do you think to admit about the Yankees? Not even historically. (laughs) But I'm yeah uh so what's <laughs> i'm just trying to find words to because it's really tough what to have this conversation when we're last in the east right now so i'm just like hmm. let me find words um okay. i think yeah i think for us um where is going to be our fan base um that's what red sox nation is what the team actually thrives off of. You know, we just had the 10 year anniversary of the um, Boston Marathon bombing. And, you know, the whole city, the Red Sox picked up the whole city and carried us to the World Series that year in 2013. So it's something that Red Sox Nation runs really deep. And the Red Sox always do everything for their fans and our fans will always do everything for the Red Sox. So that's the greatest asset that we have uh, for the Red Sox. Um, We do have potential coming up. They're starting to move some guys up from Worcester. Up, we have some turnaround there, but yeah, that's the greatest asset and that's what makes our team different and separates us and makes us better. Okay, uh, before you go to the next part, I have to 1,000% agree with you there, okay? Because I, I, 
as you know, I've interviewed a number of Yankee fans, a number of Red Sox fans. Um, but Red Sox Nation is no joke. You guys, you guys can be 0 and 162, and you're still going to take it on the chin and get, you know, take it. You guys could be 162 and 0, and there's parties everywhere. But like, you know, there are some organizations I, you know, I won't mention names, but angels that will like, you know, kind of towards the end of the season, if they're not competitive, just complain. Right. I won't mention names, but Rockies, um, you know, we don't want to mention any names with the Royals. Um, and, and so, no, no, there's disrespect to these, teams, but Red Sox nation is phenomenal. And so I, I had to say that because I, Every interview that I've done with a Red Sox fan, I've always enjoyed because of that. So I got to I got to give you props there. So okay, now now the the hard one that you have to answer. What do you what do you have to admit that you just you hate to admit, but is just awesome about the Yankees? <laughs> uh, I'm very jealous of your bullpen. Um, I will say that, uh, but this also goes back to you know as as a kid, um, it's something that. I've always liked it. Not that I agree with it, but I've always liked the tradition that the Yankees have had um, in the organization from top down, you know, clean cut, you know, always showing up well-dressed, you know, you are when you're on yourself as a Yankee, you know, that's one of the things that I've always really respected. Not that like, I mean, I'm all about like long hair and beards and mullets and all that stuff. Like we've had mustache Mondays. We talk about all that stuff, you know, but it's something where the, the determination to keep it that way throughout decades and decades and decades. Like I, I like that. I like that tried that pride in um, tradition, but I, I'm also would take your pictures all day. So if you want to send them my way, <laughs> Um, the, uh, Jason, I have to tell you, I listened to a YouTube the other night. I, I couldn't sleep and I just, I'll put my iPad on and I'll listen to YouTube. And I found an old giant, uh, uh, George Steinbrenner video. And it was, it was an interview, but there was only like about a four minute, six minute clip on there. I, if I find it, I'll send it to you Yeah. again. Um, but he talked about after buying the Yankees, that clean cutness, he expected the organization to act like the men, like they were getting paid like they were. Professional athletes were getting paid like they were. It wasn't backwards hats and hoodies and long hair and things like that, although there's a place for that. I'm not judging anybody for it, but he expected when you put on those pinstripes because of the history, you looked like, not like the guy that needed the paycheck, but like the guy that was earning that paycheck. Right, yeah, there's a standard to, you know, being a, a Yankee and what that means and guys that get it stay guys that just don't really don't stay. And it's, it's interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, just last week when the Yanks were on the road, uh, where were they on the road in the bat boy? Um, was it Philly? And, they, and the bat boy had the mustache and the long hair sticking out through the helmet. And he was like pasted all over social media because, yeah. and it was discussed like would would the boss even stand for that if he were alive? He wouldn't even stand for that at all. And I think the next day the kid had his his hair tucked up under his, his hat to 
uh, I guess, look, you know, he must have heard, obviously. I, I heard he was a drummer in a band and things like that, which is cool. But, you know, even for, for that three, there's still that standard expectation of what you look like in that uniform from top down to the, even the bat boy. And it's a standard that has to be, you know, held. I'm always, I've always been a big fan of that with, you know, as you all know, I am a hockey fan and this, the set standard to show up to a hockey game is you need to be dressed in a suit. You know, you have to be the part, play the part and you know, you're carrying that. And it's, I always liked that, you know, being dressed up, going to a game and, you know, representing my team by looking the part, being the part. So I I like the tradition, um, you know, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> both <clears throat> both organizations do it very, very well. I, I get very disappointed when I see guys walking into the clubhouse and they they look like they just, you know, came out of the street or something like that. I might. OK, there's a there's a place for that, I guess. But play the part, right? I mean, your your league minimum is $720,000. Your league minimum is $60,000 a month. If you can't afford a suit on that or a couple of suits on that, then Patula trusts pretty well, who couldn't feed his family on $10 million or whatever it was a few years ago, right? Now, if you can't <laughs> afford a couple of suits, right? Sarah, you got to be a little impressed that I pulled that reference out. The trail speed. But, I mean, if you can't yeah, afford I a couple of suits... Uh, yeah, you can't afford a couple of suits and freaking do something else with your life. So, but I like it. I like it. So this is this has been fun. As the season progresses, we will get this. Uh, we'll get this rivalry talk going a little bit more. Um, the yeah, hopefully Sarah. The, it'll be Red Sox and, and Yankees right neck and neck throughout the season. Great. It, would, it would be a dream um <laughs> i you know <laughs> hopefully <laughs> stay positive yay it'll be a dream it'll be a dream coach it'll, it'll be, be a dream. dream it'll be a dream so so for those of you that are listening that are top fan rivalry uh followers first of all jason beck runs bourbon and baseball he does a fantastic job on wednesday nights um where he just talks a little bit of bourbon and then he talks a lot about baseball. So if you're not catching that on Wednesday nights, you're missing out. Jump on his live, check that out and follow his page. Sarah runs daddy O sports cards. If you aren't checking her stuff out too, you're missing out on a ton of stuff. She also has been a guest on Jason's show. Um, her and a couple of people just kind of shoot the breeze on Friday night, just kind of, to relax after a long week you know if you want to get on and, and hear them just shoot the breeze about and what's amazing about those guys and gals when they get on there on friday nights they have unlimited sports knowledge guys so just if you're looking for something to to listen to on a friday night i strongly encourage you to do that plus follow sarah daddy sports um that being said Great. i don't think you know this yet mr beck but uh, for those of you top fan rivalry followers, uh, do not forget we have a watch party in Boston on the 18th of August, and it is going to be when the Red Sox are playing the Yankees in the Bronx. Nice. So we're going to be watching it, 
uh, Sarah and her co-host from IEP Radio, In a Pickle uh, Radio, uh, will be there. We'll be doing some lives. It'll be a lot of fun. So if you're in the Boston area, please IM us and let us know so that we can get you the location. We can get you the times. Be there. Um, there's not going to be a cost to be there. Uh, what's going to be nice about it is there's going to be some giveaways and some silent auction stuff, too. So make sure you check that out. So Super cool. Sarah and Jason, thank you so much. You guys are rock stars for doing this. Thank Sarah, you. you made it through that yeah. final question. That one was <laughs> tough. So, um, if it, exactly. So, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we'll have you on again soon. Okay. Absolutely. Sounds thank great. You. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. You bet.